podcast. Welcome indeed to the Weird Podcast. Uh, it's episode 36 now, which means I've been in a confined space now 36 times to record this podcast. Once again this week, I am back in the studio, uh, the Weird Podcast studio, aka my garage, and it feels great. The last time I recorded the podcast, there was a bit of a din in the background, a bit of a din, a bit of a ding, don't know what you want to call the term. Um, I listened back to it, I was like, what the hell is that annoying buzz? It's the it's a freezer. You know, whenever you record a podcast, um, guerrilla style, ad hoc, in a garage, yeah, there's going to be some sound effects from time to time. When you're in my garage, you may hear a clatter of a clothes source. You may hear a freezer. You might hear a tumble dryer. You could hear a sexy wee Thai rent boy that's tied to the garage door with a gag ball in his mouth. Who knows? But what I'm saying is you will hear sounds other than just my supple, supple? Is that even the right term? Dulcet tones is what I want to say, not supple. Not like flexible, malleable tones. My, my, uh, yeah, my supple, my dulcet tones is what I meant to say. Weird. But anyway... Um, enough of the bullshit, enough procrastinating. I'm coming in serious this week because it's getting very close to my show uh, in the Accidental Theatre on the 18th of July. And why should you go to the show, I hear you ask? Well, because it's going to be a great show. Listen, I know we're in a divided society. We have Protestants and Catholics going head to head for years now. But guess what? On the 18th of July, it's a perfect time for everyone because... It's far enough away from the 12th weekend, week, whatever you call it, for the Protestant people to be over their hangovers and looking for something to do. And it's long enough for the Catholic community to just come out of hiding and be back into society again. And what better way to reintroduce yourself to society than come to see me doing our stand-up. And... I know I've done shows before, I've plugged shows before, I've done my 30 Years of Dave show, I've done my dad show once um, before, but what is special about this show is it's my it's being recorded like a special, so I want it to be as full as possible, as quickly as possible, so I can focus on just pitching the show together, because if a few of the listeners were at my previous show in the Strand, which... I suppose I was I was I was all right happy wise with because I moved house the day before the show so it sort of threw me off a bit wasn't as prepped as I want and the mic in the strand wasn't very good and actually cut out a couple of times ruining some punchlines so yeah I for sure paid money to have the the person that runs that gig murdered and hey that's what happens when you miss my show so what I'm saying is get to this show it's a real big deal to me so if you're a fan of the show or if you ever wanted to see me do stand up come to this so much so that I'm actually doing a competition. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the competition is this. If you buy tickets to the show, um, go on shine.net, type in Dave Elliott, it comes up there. Get your tickets there because they're easy to work on ticketmaster.ie because you're not allowed to register on .ie if you're on the mainland. Ticketmaster, it's weird. But what I'm saying is the competition is this. If you buy tickets to see my show... Let me know about it, whether it's flipping, send me a message on social media or whatever, send me a screenshot of your purchase, and you will get put into a raffle. And after the show, the Weird Podcast following the the dad show on the 18th of July, I'll do a wee raffle, pull a name out of the hat, and the winner will win one prize. Oh, one prize? No, two prizes. 
one t-shirt no two t-shirts the winner of the, of the competition will win one weird podcast t-shirt which will say depending on your your gender it'll say if you're a man physique guy and if you're a lady it'll say physique gal and if you're none of those genders or you identify as something else let me know and I'll, I'll put a physique whatever on it and secondly you'll win not a weird podcast t-shirt a boy town podcast t-shirt you win a papa bear money toad t-shirt which you'll get free of charge before the line is launched so that's a flipping it's a an exclusive it's also it'll in that case be bespoke because it'll not even the line won't even be launched when you get those prizes so if you're coming to my show get your tickets booked soon and let me know when you get put into this raffle so hey you get to come and see me do a good hour stand-up and you get a couple of t-shirts out of it too don't say i don't look after you you know don't don't say that and for those of you that have maybe been to the show before and don't think you want to come again why should you go because i've rewritten the thing haven't i and i've also got more time to prepare i'm not moving house hopefully this time so i'm just excited i just think this is going to be my best hour stand-up and i want as many sort of listeners of the podcast fans of my stand-up whatever just to come and see it because i'd like it to to come across as well as i can basically when it's being recorded and you'd be doing me a a big favor if you can't come and enjoy it if you don't if you come and you don't enjoy it well then you're just a sly person but hey that's enough of that shit i feel like um i feel like I've, i've blabbed on enough about that right now but yeah definitely definitely get on that and bring as many people as you can so it's just sold out this week and i don't have to worry about trying to sell tickets in the week of the show and i can just focus on what i'm gonna gonna get done because hey this week i've done a lot of gigs over last week i've i've had a great time this week i was on laveries um on wednesday night i did laveries with myself colin geddes mickey bartlett rory woods and kieran bartlett the squad the boys it was a great night laveries was pumping um i got the headline which was great and uh, i had a really good time apart from one person who um got a little bit annoyed at one of my my jokes which is funny sometimes because you know whenever you're like doing stand-up you're joking you don't mean something um, and it's a great offense uh it was a bit of basically being me being a little bit derogatory about my my partner um, obviously um i mean it uh, no uh, and she took offense at it basically it was basically me trying to defend again it's a bit that's in the show but as me defending man's role in in having a kid basically and she didn't like that at all and yeah it was just it was weird because you get heckled sometimes you're like you just want to put them down but then you sort of look at the person if you think no they can't take a heckle comeback you kind of feel bad about being sly to them so i was kind of sly but not sly enough to that i wanted to be because i sort of felt it would would hurt the girl's feelings so what i'm just saying see if you're watching stand up know the guys are joking do you know what i mean know the people aren't actually saying stuff they genuinely always think do you know what i mean like yeah i've got a daughter yeah, I talk about her when I'm on stage. Do I mean everything I say? No. I mean about 95% of it. There's 5% that's not true. There's a 5% that I really love her more than any anything else in the whole wide world. You know, she's absolutely the apple of mine, my favourite thing in the world. But yeah, there's another 95% that I want to talk about. Do you know what I mean? So what I'm saying is if you come and get offended by that shit, you know what I mean? Kiss my balls and ass. 
And you're like, what? As in bo- both kiss? No, I'm going to pull pull my pants down, my trousers down. I'm going to tuck my privates between my legs. I'm going to tighten my legs real tight. And I'm going to bend over and touch my toes and deliver the fruit bowl to you. Some people call it the Hegarty's Claw. Some people call it the goat, I think. But I call it the fruit bowl. So yeah, what I'm saying is get a mouthful of vitamin D and kiss my balls and ass. <laughs> because, hey... Whenever I'm on stage, I say some things that can be offensive, but you know what? Don't really um, care that much, you know? So, yeah, I just want to say that it's been a fun week gig-wise. It's been uh, a busy week outside of the the gigs and whatnot. Um, I've had to record an extra bonus podcast this week for Boytown as well. My other podcast to do with Shane because our producer, um, Ben went on holidays and left myself and Shane to upload a podcast. How hard is it to upload a podcast? I hear you ask. Not hard. Did we manage to upload the full podcast? Nah, did we fuck it up? Oh, 100%. So you managed to record a really good podcast, an hour of decent material, and only upload 24 minutes. So I had to come in and record like an extra half an hour podcast or whatever. And how do I think it was? Yeah, fine. Don't really know. It's not the same kind of banter as you'd have with a normal two-man podcast, but I think it was grand. And that went up, and amongst all of that fun and games, I've done a lot of writing. I recorded a video this week, a sketch, which um, I'm just waiting for the right time to post. So that'll be up probably in the next week or so. And then I have another sketch coming out with BBC Tight Shorts, which is uh, probably one of my best. I've been working a wee bit on coming up with ideas to post videos again, because I think, you know, unfortunately there is a... There is a, a world nowadays whereby you can't just rely on your actual stand-up performance. You know, it's twenty, it's the 21st century. Hey, it's all about the technology kids moving forward. In order to get, like, followings and stuff, you need to be putting more content out online all the time. Whether it be videos, whether it be characters, whether it be podcasts. I sound like Liam Neeson in uh, Life's Too Short there. Um, if you haven't seen that, it's a great scene where Liam Neeson um, comes in and, and tries to pitch to Stephen Merchant, Ricky Gervais and work Davis that he wants to be a comedy actor. If you've not seen that sketch, type in Life's Too Short, Liam Neeson. Um, he comes in and he's chatting to uh, <laughs> to Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant and he's like, I want to do acting. I want to do comedy acting. I want to play stand-up comedy, crazy characters, in that sort of way, so anytime I say characters, I just think of that, um, so if you haven't seen it, definitely, definitely check it out, but I think I've kind of lost what I was saying there, about that, yeah, online, so you kind of need to be putting out more content to get more following, essentially, my process is just, I just want bums on seats to watch me do stand-up, do you know what I mean, that's why I essentially want to do more more videos and things whereas like if like Shane and Colin they have their online characters which again forms a lot of their a lot of their draw like of course obviously Colin's got his general banter podcast which has been running for years and it's a great great podcast and you know you just sort of have to keep putting the work in to get the following but it helps to get that online presence I guess and as much as I'm sort of at the age now where I'm not wild excited or, or searching to do characters online i feel like you know i'd rather be writing stuff i'd rather be 
doing stand up and if the, like I come up with an idea that I think's funny enough, I'll do a sketch of it. Do you know what I mean? Like I, that would be more my kind of cup of tea. But in terms of coming up with a character, I don't really think it's what I want to be doing. Do you know, especially at this age, I think maybe for the younger kids, definitely better. But for for me, nah, not really that that much interested. I did a character a while back, a fitness character, Jim Jim North, but it just didn't really it didn't float my boat. Do you know what I mean? I think a lot of my comedy slash material or content, if you will, now has to be. It has to be for me, really. You know, it has to be stuff that I want to be doing, that I can take time out of my my life, whether it be with working a full time job, having a baby, you know, having a lot of strain, like planning a marriage, a lot of strain in your time. So to actually be able to fit recording things in, it's difficult. So for me, it kind of has to be something I really believe in and want to do to actually take the time out and do it. Do you know what I mean? Which hey, I felt like I'm getting quite deep there into the into the the realms of what goes on uh, behind the scenes of, of the the struggle on a day on a daily basis to try and you know put out stuff. But I I think you know I'm one of the the better stand ups at the minute, and I just want to try and get as many people to see that as possible. So yeah, keep an eye on my old comedy page on Facebook and on the Instagram and whatnot. I always say though because sometimes it's funny to me being an old guy. <laughs> so yeah, that's where I'll be putting my videos and stuff up. So check them out. And if you like them, share them. If you don't like them, just go, yeah, don't like that. Don't fucking be a negative Nelly. Hate all these people. Like, there's always, there's, right, there's always dudes, right, who put stuff, comment on videos negatively, whether it's like, anything I've been involved in or other guys' videos, some of the squad, like Colin's video, Shane's, and a load of the guys will eventually, you go into their their profile, or they go, like, they'll be like, this is fucking shit, what a waste of money, where's all the good comedy, where's all the troubles, blah, blah, blah. You go in and check their page, and then their name will be something like Danny, and then it'll be, in brackets, M-U-F-C. I'm like, What? Why do you do you play for Manchester? Do you work for Manchester United? Why do you have MUFC at the end of your name, man? See if you're over the age of fourteen, don't have MUFC in your name. You know, like Twitter handles at at uh, go say Wilson at, at Wilson MUFC. You know, don't just like at, at Danny Boy at at fucking. It's a joke. MUFC any name MUFC over the age of fifteen change it you know what I mean just change that that handle into something different I support Arsenal I wouldn't have my name Dave Elliott AFC you may as well just write Dave Elliott special needs you know what I mean because you're not right in the head if you are over the age of 15 and put MUFC in your handle and see if you are commenting negatively on something and that you've got a, a handle like that or if you work as a full time mad bastard yeah that should automatically take away your rights to comment on things do you know what I mean MUFC, full-time mad bastard, free Tommy Robinson, screensaver, on your, or wallpaper, such an old guy, screensaver, wallpaper, on your Facebook page, free Tommy Robinson, you, MUFC, you, mad bastard, you, I mean, and also, if you have all that stuff together, it's it's not a mad bastard, it's a sad bastard, do you know what I mean, that's what, you effectively are, if, that's what will float your boat. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I see videos all the time. 
Like, I find that whenever you do, you're writing stuff or you're doing stuff, you end up, like, being almost numb to funniness, if you know what I mean. Like, it's become harder, since certainly since I've started doing stand-up, for me to enjoy watching stand-up as it was before. Like, before I did stand-up, I was a massive stand-up fan. I loved it. And with Netflix, I would watch as many specials as I can. But, like, very few do I actually really laugh at because I think I'm subjected to so much comedy all the time. Although I love it, it's still, like, I'd be, like, hanging around with a lot of the boys, uh, a lot of the comedy squad, like myself, Shane, Colin, Mickey, Rory, Kieran, McCann as well. Do you know what I mean? These these boys all the time just... And just a lot of ideas fly about, and we have a laugh at that. But, again, because we're always spinning ideas and talking about jokes and bits and bobs sometimes you become desensitized though it's really funny because you're like thinking about it from a process point of view rather than just kicking back and laughing and yeah it's just (laughs) just the way it is the point of that flipping segue was just to say yeah don't be commenting negatively on stuff you know i mean online because it makes you wanker you know there's a bunch of stuff i've seen that i would look at and go that's full shit. But by commenting on it, what does it get me? Do you know what I mean? It just makes me look like a prick. So if you're one of these guys that has to be negative about stuff, do you know what I mean? Don't do it. Only comment positively, which leads me so sweetly into my next point. Couple of absolute sugar babes this week uh, reviewed the podcast on iTunes. Um... Jamie Clements has said um, the Michelin star tucker for your ears. Yum yum. What a review. Five star. That's as good as you can get. It's short. It's to the point. And it's, as Arsene Wenger would say, quality. You know? And then the other other review is from Sam McHugh. I'm going to guess it's Sam McQuaid. Great man. He has said, he has reviewed the, the podcast and said it's water, which, hey, it is. Everyone needs water to stay alive. So what Sam's basically saying is that if you don't listen to my podcast, you'll die. So, yeah, I think you should be telling ill people about my podcast too. Just going around and be like, look, if you're not feeling too good, you know, check out this podcast and make you feel a bit better. Yeah, it won't be good for, like, long-term listening figures, but, hey, makes people feel a bit better, you know. Um, and, he's, and Sam has said, great podcast. Great physique, great beard, great guy. So water. Um, thanks for that, Sam. It sounds like uh, like Louis Walsh just reviewing somebody on the X Factor. Great podcast, great physique, great beard, great guy. I love him, Simon. It's like all positive and thank you very much, guys. And if you haven't reviewed the podcast yet, you're sly. You know, the more reviews you get, the better it is for the podcast. The higher it goes up the charts and the more the big man can... You know, justify leaving his his baby and his partner to come into this garage and talk for an hour. Do you know what I mean? Like I could be out there helping out, but I'm not. Now I'm like, fuck it. You know, baby should be able to feed herself. She's seven months. You know, the milk's just literally there. It's in a wee cupboard. Get on your feet and get it. Oh, it's what you can't walk. Well then, you know, drink more milk. Stiffen up your legs. Get stronger. Work harder. You know what I mean? This is the thing about babies, man. They uh they can't really do a great deal. They rely on you to do everything. But like I like to look at it like the bride in Kill Bill. Like she got locked underground in a coffin. You thought, yo, she's buried alive, she's gonna die. What did she do? Nah, she adapted. 
she acclimatized she adapted she learned the the five finger punch the like the the one inch punch and just one inch punched her way out of the coffin do you know what I mean so what I'm saying is baby Holly my daughter you're great but hey you could be greater you know greatness you need to just seize that you need to get up off your feet you need to get out of your wee chair I know you can't crawl even yet but you need to learn get yourself over open up the cupboard get out the milk yeah it's powdered you need to somehow pull a chair over to climb up to the counter yep then you need to pull that chair across to go over to the kettle fill that with some bitch full of boiling water in fact fill it full of normal water and then boil it in the kettle then pour it into the bottle get your own milk you know what I mean be self sufficient that's what I'm trying to learn yeah I love her yeah she's a great kid what I'm trying to teach her is you know life isn't all about sunshine and rainbows at the end of the day there's going to be bad people out there and if you're self sufficient you're trained you're ready to go you'll be more prepared for the outside world because at the end of the day you know in the animal world like if you're if you're a giraffe you just get plopped like from a great height from your mum straight on the ground you're like you'll get up and feed for yourself you big long neck bastard you know so what i'm saying is humans we nurture our kids too much do you know what i mean then they become these soft pieces of shit when they're teenagers like they end up wearing like three quarter length skinny jeans with no socks they end up wearing um t-shirts with the sleeves rolled up except they ain't got no muscles to show that off you know if you're going to have your arms out you need to be a top muscular sexy dude you know what i mean there's no point in wearing it if you're a pin and then these haircuts jesus the shave the one all over the back and sides and just the big flop on top like i've said this before but those haircuts are perfectly designed for stiff knees to the forehead you know what i mean and if you have that hair you should be able to have your hair grabbed and thrust into a knee you know, so what I'm just trying to do is say to Holly, you know, toughen up and be ready for the real world. Do you know what I mean? Get your own milk. Sort yourself out. You'll be sweet. And that all came from the reviewing of the podcast. So, hey, yeah, if you haven't reviewed it, get on, get it done. Check out uh, SoundCloud as well. Get yourself on it and follow me on that too because I just need all... Hey, guys, I just need all the help I can get. <laughs> yeah, so basically that's, that's about... Uh, about the height of that and um my my training's been good this week i've started up again doing uh personal training with matt and he is yeah he's been been smashing me he's making me now do a split so as before i was doing like a bit of all over body now i'm doing full split so i'm doing two days a week lower body two days a week upper body and two days a week cardio so that's six days a week, one day off. Some days I mean take days off. I had a day off today, but guess what? I went and did a big walk because that's just what I do. That's what happens when you're a physique guy. You know, you just you focus and you dedicate to it. And as the 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 changes have happened, the weight's coming off. I'm starting to realize I'm getting more muscular around the bo- upper body and look good. Like I could be wearing one of those wee rolled up sleeve t-shirts. And I'm I'm not just here to to tell you about how how I'm doing with my training. I'm here to offer you guys advice as well. Um, a friend of mine from school days has set up a new website which is looking to basically change how you find your local health and fitness and beauty professionals yeah beauty's in there because hey once you get get in shape you need to get yourself looking sweet as well and it's a website um uh, which is www.yourbodymap.com which basically is kind of like best way to describe it's like a mix between TripAdvisor and Yale where there's like local health, fitness and beauty professionals all listed. So say for example, um, I've just moved 
it's a banger here. So I'm looking for somewhere to, you know, get my hair cut. You go on that, look, type in hairdressers, gives you a list of near nearby hairdressers. Say I'm like thinking, I've got this sweet new haircut. I need to get a personal trainer. You fire a personal trainer, it tells you like personal trainers nearby. And also it's like TripAdvisor in that you can rate. Uh, the people, the services that you get, so you know you get to see who's recommended and who you should be basically going for. It's a great website. Check it out: www.yourbodymap.com, and and just have a wee look about it. You know, have a have a wee goosey gander through it and see um, what all you get. And if you are on the, if you do it through your body map, you get discount as well. Um, so head to the homepage and just put in the name of the business or a postcode location or any type of business that you need and hit search. And there you have it. Check it out. So um, get on yourbodymap.com and let me know what you think of it. Um, if you think it's great for you, give us feedback and I can let the boys know what um, is working. So, yep, yeah, just get on that. It makes health and fitness that much easier for you as well. You know, and that's just what you get in the weird podcast. Bespoke, helpful advice, do you know? inspiration from the physique guy and also just legit guidance and advice of how to make your life easier you know and that's basically that's basically that you know um now to my favorite part of the show i'm going to just do a short one this week because like i said earlier i have to like do a bit of hanging out with my my fiance because i've just been a big selfish pig with my time recently and just been trying to make content and stuff and do stand up and all and i've already seen her you know but the good news is i'm off real work this week for a couple of days uh on the 12th to hide and then i can hang out with her there i want the baby as well like but i mean she doesn't as long as she gets to sleep and eat she doesn't really give a give a bloody toss about her old dad um go through instagram questions first um, but a bit of bing, but a bong. I've gone too deep in the Instagram here. Uh, let me see. Cameron Reid has asked, "What team are you supporting in the final stages of the World Cup?" Um, at the moment, like now we're watching this, we're just down to the semis. We know it's Brazil eliminated by Belgium, which is a shocker. You know, all a load of the big teams are out. It's open to anybody. Belgium. Versus France, very tough game to call. I would ideally like to see France win because it got them in the sweepstake and work. Um, wouldn't care if Belgium won either. I'd kind of like to see a new team win the World Cup. So whether it be Croatia or Belgium, that'd be great. And England, to be fair, wouldn't even care if they won it because it's just been so ridiculous that they've got as far as they have with absolutely zero hype. Now, obviously, everyone's fucking absolutely worn the balls off it's coming home that's beyond annoying like a, a couple of days ago i was sort of thinking i quite like that it's funny no i fully hate it if you do use if you say that full jerk um but i know i'm supporting probably well for bets of france and i've also had croatia at the start of the tournament to make it to the final so i'll say croatia because i think that would be a bit more of a surprise Gareth Owens, 82, has said, I took a week off from questions, but I'm back. Nice one. The only question to ask this week is, is football coming? Gareth, I've literally just said about football coming home. Stop it. Um, I think it would be great banter if England won, but I don't think they will. I think I think they might, they might be Croatia, but uh, France and Belgium are just too good. But hey, on any day, they could, they could win it. 
but I, I don't think I don't think they're the best team left in the competition. So I don't think that England the football will be coming home. But England have got the semi final of the World Cup, so already they've surpassed their expectations. Um, so I'm sure it's win win all around for people. Um, Chris Barr has said, "Hey Dave, hope you're keeping well. This week I came across something called Pony Play." And it's up there with the weirdest things I've ever seen. Check out this video that shows exactly what it is. 1 minute 15 onwards is when it gets real weird. So hey guys, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go on this um, and check out what pony play is. Oh wow. Um, basically it's a video of a pony play competition. Where people compete in events and classes just the same as real horses do. Get it! Get it! Alright, so what it appears to be is um, these total weird freak dudes um, having like real equestrian type events, except, you know, instead of having like an actual horse or a pony, they have a person dressed as one. And it's not like, you know, a proper animal outfit that's like looks, it's like sex animals. They're all made of leather and wearing like essentially gimp masks, right? So let's see where this goes. Just like a regular horse show event, we end up with some crashes and wrecks. I guess dude talking, right? He's a dude, probably mid-50s, fat belly, mustache, bald head, wearing full lycra gimp suit, metal belt, and like uh, some kind of like leather strap on his head. Like I say strap on his head. It's a strap on on his head without the penis extension part it's got like what looks like a horse's tail so it's obviously trying to be his man here people go down over and jump oh yeah the comp yeah it's weird let me go to 1 minute 15 where Chris told me to go so check look at this time to transition into his head space that allows him to express himself as a pony Big lad here, looks like a big golf emo dressed as a pony. Jack does. I don't know pony play, I'm, I'm pretty free and wild. I kick the cart. Fight with the hammer, you know, and uh, really just try to give them a really hard time, so they really have to uh, try to keep us at So this guy's just basically being a real shit pony. He's a. Uh, he's just saying, yeah, I, I make it difficult. I make the, the people that are riding the carriage have to work for their. Though I'm making them put that shift in, but basically he's just an asshole. Uh, let's see where this leads. Hey, but it usually doesn't work in their, their favor. Step up. Now, so a woman's whipping him, he's just not moving. And he's just basically saying, you know, whenever I'm in my headspace, I'm a pony, and that's that. Yeah, I don't know if I feel comfortable watching any more of this, Chris. It's the weirdest shit I've ever seen. All these people are full weirdos, like, and not good weirdos. If they dress as a pony, that there's and the ones that aren't ponies are just, like, full sex gimps. So it's, there's definitely, for sure, those whips are used on bums, bare bums. Um, and it's not just pretend to be ponies. They they dress like ponies, and they, they clearly fuck. Chris has asked though, but what I want to know is what's the weirdest thing you've experienced on holiday? Yeah, I don't know if, if I've experienced anything quite that weird. Um, definitely not, not sex games dressed as, um, as ponies. But what was quite weird was I remember when I was younger and I went on like the first 
like sort of lads, lads, lads holiday I've ever been on. I went to Ayanapa, I was 17, illegal, hey, that's the kind of guy I am, risk taker. And I went on this holiday with a few of my schoolmates, and we were just lying by the pool. There was actually a couple of girls we were friends with in school, because, you know, we were ahead of our times. Boys and girls, groups could mix, whatever. They were with us. But they were lying on the beach, or on the, the pool side of the hotel, sunbathing, we were all there at the bar or whatever. And then next thing we do, you just see this random dude on one of the girl's backs, like massaging her shoulders. And obviously we were like, uh, alert, what's going on here? Because this dude looked a good bit older than us 17 year old guys. So we uh, we went up and just sort of saw what the crack was. And he was a club rep. But whenever we were in our like resort, there was like resort club reps. So this dude was just basically on enemy territory. He had just snuck in. Um, got past the escapades reps and he was just freelance winging this party right so he comes in has a spiel him and this other dude he's just like we walked over he said what's up mate and I was like not much he goes my name's Johnny Boy of course it is and this is my mate Rambo and he points this guy Rambo big bald black muscular dude he's like couldn't look less like the actual Rambo if he tried other than if he was out of shape, because to be fair, both of them, great shape. And he's like, yeah, are you interested in cock, tits, fanny, arse, minge? And I was like, excuse me? Yeah, cock, tits, fanny, arse, minge, anyone interested in that? And I was I sort of, at the time, was so baffled by what he actually said. In hindsight, I've realised he clearly has, he knows he's got a limited time on the escapades enemy territory so he's just fitted his full spiel into one rather than be like do you like tits mate or else to the girls do you like cock <laughs> which is completely not never gonna get a oh why i'm absolutely do you like cock yeah give us it <laughs> you never it's a strange question but he had amalgamated all bits of sex organ slash genitalia into one spiel so I cocked it's fanny ass minge well I've got a thing for you and he was just pitching this at a beach party basically go to a beach party free drink free cocktails I always emphasise cock and uh, you pay 20 euro free bar you get your blowed jobbed I was like what's my blow my blow jobbed you get blow jobbed you get sucked off you get you, you get some cock in your face you get some titchy you get some fanny arse and minge in your face I was like well I, I don't know if I'm keen on on all of that in my face I think it's a bit a bit excessive a bit difficult to deal with maybe I would I'm a yeah hey guess what I'm a, I'm a red-blooded young man I might like to see hey a little bit of a bit, a bit of cleavage or something. Do you know what I mean? I might want to see that. Definitely want to see cock. Fanny Arson Minge also would be a bit excessive, I would say. But this is what he's pitching. So we were like, oh, okay. And he goes, yeah, you want to go to his party? Check out my photos from previous beach parties. And he had this literal uh, photo album, two of them. Rambo had one. He had one. He's showing this one round. And then Rambo's just holding his really close to his chest. And then Johnny Boy goes to me, I would let you have a look at that one, but you just take it to your room for a wank. And I was like, alright, oh, okay. Um, pretty offensive, but also at the same time, when I actually saw in the book, yeah, for sure I would have done that. Um, but that was pretty weird. And then what happened there was the escapades reps then eventually arri- arrived and chased Johnny Boy and Rambo out 
which then they proceeded to sprint like a naughty dog towards a hole in the fence, just straight through this trademark hole in the fence, hopped in a moped and fucked off into the distance. But by that stage, Johnny Boy had left his card. Johnny Boy and Rambo, the card was there. Or if you read backwards, you all be Nodge and Obmar. But they had left the uh, the cards for us and, and we phoned them and we went to this uh, beach party. And when we were at the beach party, it wasn't actually at the beach. It was like some sort of weird like just community centre type place but there was just dudes shooting tequila out of super soakers at you always in the eye so fully blinded um, and blocked and I end up getting one of the drunks that I got in my life there was a hypnotist there um, I'm not a big believer in all that shit I was like I'll give that a go apparently I got hypnotised don't know if I was acting up because I was blocked might have been but yeah it was pretty um, yeah pretty weird experience and the photos that then Johnny Boy came back with a few days later to the resort to try and sell us. If he has them now, Johnny Boy, if you're listening, you could fully, you could get a good dough off me. Like if you you presented those pictures because I was doing horrible things that night. Like there was me pretending to be a horse, kind of like maybe that pony play stuff on stage, like doing all kinds of stuff. I was doing strip teases, being strip teased on. Yeah, basically everything he said happened at this beach party. So yeah, Chris. That's probably the weirdest thing um, that I've that I've heard um, or seen on on a holiday. Emer sixty six has said, "Fuck, I miss Naughty Shore." Um, yeah, you're probably the only person, Emer, but I appreciate that. Anyone out there that doesn't know what Naughty Shore is? It was a video I did a few years back. Um, basically, like a, a party of of Jordy Shore, but. Um, it was based here. Did well at the time. I feel like it's probably not aged well, and I certainly haven't from it. So, yeah, probably not not going to be coming back again anymore. Sorry to say, um, but I'll maybe say to to the guy who owns the Facebook page that it's on, and you can, by all means, watch it again if you want to do that to yourself. Glenn Lindsay, can you do a meet and greet for all the weirdos? Straight off the bat, Glenn, yes, I will do a meet and greet for anyone who wants that, and I'll just any time after a gig, you know, if you if you want to come up and chat to me or whatever, I'm open to it. I'm not one of these people that'll just be like, oh no, I like to just keep myself to myself. If you want to chat to me, I'll chat to you, it's no sweat. And if you've come to watch my actual gigs, which is me by myself, I'll be so grateful for it, for it. I'll probably chat to you. Until you're you're awkward and be like, right, I, I need to go here. I'm fed up talking. I'll be like, please, Matt, don't leave me, Matt. Keep chatting to us, Matt. And you'll be like, nah, I even said meet and greet. I, I just meant like literally get a photo and go, I'm like, nah, Matt, be my mate, please, Matt. Davy Witt has said, what's your favourite school assembly anthem? Mine's Father Abraham has many sons. Um, I don't know exactly what you mean by that, Davy. You may have to explain next week, but... I assume like you mean like literal school assembly anthem, like from what you sang at school. But I also know there's a song called Father Abraham, which involves you just drinking loads of, of booze and getting your balls out. That's what I remember it as. But my favourite actual school assembly um, used to be, school assembly songs used to be Shine, Jesus Shine. It was just up-tempo, great vibes, just a load of primary school kids, you know, rejoicing in the glory of God. And like some of the hymns, like in churches, they're not sweet. 
do you know what I mean? And that was a much better tune to sing to. Lord, the light of your love shining in the midst of the darkness shining. Jesus, light of the world shine upon us. Set us free with the truth. You now bring us shine on me. Yeah. I could sing that rock style. I, I did it at primary school, but um, I didn't have the tones that I've got nowadays. Whereas whenever I went to church, my granny, she used to always sing that high-pitched shit. And then me being a kid, just copied what she did. So invariably, when I was in church, I was just singing really high-pitched. He will raise you up on eagle's wings. And like, a boy shouldn't be singing that high. Unless you've been volleyed in the cock. So, yeah, that's basically that. Um, and guys... I've hit 40 minutes. I feel podcasted out today. Normally I would give you 45, but hey, I'm taking those last five minutes for myself. I'm going to go head into my, my kitchen. I'm going to get the kettle on, brew up a cup of tea, and I'm going to eat a cookie because, hey, I'm bulking again with weights. I don't want to put any fat like it'll be a low-fat cookie, you know, but you know what I mean? I'm going to enjoy myself, and I'm going to go and watch Love Island with the missus. Oi, oi, it's coming home. Yeah, I'm one of those guys. No, I'm not really. Um, I'm just going to watch Love Island with her. Um, don't know if that makes you guys hate me more because I watch Love Island. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. If there's anyone out there who watches it and you want to ask me Love Island questions, I watch it every night. I'll answer. I'm not ashamed to say I watch it. I am ashamed to say I watch it, but I do watch it. You know, I'm just being open. I'm being honest. I'm just rather than keeping it behind closed doors, I'm just getting it out there. And P.S. Don't like Georgia. Never did. Didn't even like her when Josh ditched her, so... Do if you may, what you may of that. So you're probably all computing that information. So nothing else for me to say, but for sure, go and get tickets to my show. Uh, review the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And, you know, just, just, just fuck do whatever you do, Like I guess. It's not for me to say. I'm not like some kind of fucking Gandhi. You know, I'm just going to sit here and give you his advice. I'm just a dude in the guards talking shit. So enjoy um, the rest of your... Your week, and I've just realised actually, I've got one more question that's just come in. So before I go, and I sound like a real sly guy, and just ditch out from answering my questions, Chris Henning, very last question, just snuck in there. Well, Dave, great podcast last week. It's now part of my Monday ritual going to work. Two questions. Firstly, do you get any jip from the misses from any of your material? Um, think of the last video you did, and um, talking to the baby. And secondly, what's your best hangover cure? I'm dying put through my arse today a few drinks at my mates watching the football turned into home at 4am oh whoa 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 firstly i do get some jip from the missus about my material however she fully knows the truth of my material so she knows that it's not funny to be joyous all the time so i have to ham it up um well that's what i tell her anyway and secondly what's your best hangover cure my best hangover cure is big fry load of tea load of water <clears throat> And then just some treats later in the day. Maybe some ice cream or a packet of Haribo or something. But for sure, keep that water on board. Get the headache tablets. And guys, I'll see you next week. And I've just done 43 minutes. Guys, I'm just a gift that keeps on giving. I'm like I'm like the 2018 World Cup. I'm like... I'm, I'm, I don't even know what... I, I can't even... I'm totally baffled myself. I'm so shit at thinking on the spot, which for a stand-up comedian is an awful trait. You know? I'm just... I, I'm not... I'm just an honest guy. I feel like this week's been an honest podcast. And I'll be back again next Monday, which will be like two days from my big show. And if I haven't sold out my tickets by then, I'll be shitting bricks. So go buy tickets. Make the big man happy. Check out yourbodymap.com and just look after yourselves, please.
Phil Mountain Breakdown. See you next week.